likes. So we just hit 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. So if you're watching this video, 000. make sure you hit that subscribe button right now. 5,000, baby. We're going up this year. 5,000. How y'all doing? How y'all doing, baby? It's Marlon Watts, Nicholas Clark, and Riri. We in the building. And we got Lonzel Clark on the camera and Tori in the back on Instagram live. Thank y'all, baby. Podcast number four. We back with another one. Started this thing with 12 shirts and $120. And yes, sir. Now we created this apparel empire, and we just hit a, man, give y'all the knowledge. Give y'all the tools. Because um, we realized when starting our brand out that um, it, it wasn't that we we wasn't going to be successful. Uh, you know, we didn't uh, had a drive of determination to do whatever we wanted to do, but we didn't have the resources, we didn't have the knowledge, we didn't have the people around us, we didn't have the circle that we have now. And so now um, we, now that we do have this circle and, and people to actually uh, teach us different things and guide us on our journey, we're just trying to do the same thing with, with the next generation that's coming behind us, that uh, we want you to trust in your vision, believe in yourself, and, and uh, know that you can actually make something happen. Because, I mean, like I said, we did this. We started this when we was 14 with 12 shirts and $120. And now, I mean, uh, I mean, we so far where I couldn't even, I, w I wouldn't even imagine we'll be here today. And once again, I just want to say thank you to all our supporters, to all our um, fans, to all our customers. Um, from the bottom of our heart, we really do appreciate it. All right? Facts. So we just hit 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. So if you're watching this video. 5,000. Make sure you hit that subscribe button right now. Five thousand, baby. We're going up this year. Five thousand. Um, we on IG Live right now. So we're going to get some live questions, but we also going to have my girl Riri. You Say know, hey, hit us with a couple of her questions. All right, that's what I'm talking about. Introduce yourself. Hey, make sure make sure, make sure, sure you speak loud because... They, they can't be, hear. They say they can't hear, so we low. got you to speak up. Speak up for us. Let's just dive into it, though. I'm re we ready for you. Okay. So when starting a clothing brand, is it best to start independent or work with a partner? You want You're gonna be independent. Start this thing independent. You're, I'm just playing. <laughs> now nah, I'm just joking. Hey, hey, having a partner is definitely gonna be one of those um, key factors. I mean, it is great to do things by yourself, and I, I think uh, if you do make it by yourself, it's more rewarding. But because you know, if you're doing it with somebody, you, you gotta split everything. But having that partner to uh, lean on, having somebody else to be accountable for actually does help out. It's just like going work out by yourself. You may you may tend to like not be as consistent if you're doing it by yourself because Thanks. you don't have nobody else that's like saying, oh, you going to work out today? Thanks. Somebody else holding you accountable. Yeah, encouraging you to actually keep pushing it through. So I think that anything you do with other people is always going to be better. Uh, it's going to have more thought to it because you got two brains instead of one. And, That's um, right. Having a partner is definitely going to uh, be an advantage than doing it by yourself. Yeah, I 100% agree with that because right now I work out three times, just three times a week when starting out. But it's better for me because I actually get to work out with somebody and other people that's in the class also. So it just motivates me um, because I see other people that's motivated also. So if you have somebody in your circle that um, you could, you know, start you a business with and they'll be on the same page as you, um, that's definitely an advantage. Uh, but I say if you are more of an independent person and um, you don't, you like to be like a control freak at the beginning or something like that, like you like to have everything, you know, in your hands because you're just a perfectionist, I say just go ahead and just start by yourself. And um, when it get kind of tough for you, then you could probably look for some other people um, that's just trying to, you know, help you out. 
Okay, that's real. Thanks. Okay, so for the people that have that passion for fashion or just always wanted to start a clothing brand, um, what advice would you give them um, if they have no money or they work that nine to five but still paying those bills and just don't have that extra income to just invest in themselves just yet? Um, I I say like first um, I mean it's kind it's kind of tough uh, because. At first, with us, we we didn't have much money, um, and it's like we we here, so it's like it's kind of I want to skip and fast forward you to just uh, building up relationships with people. Like you know that I say relationships, you know when you don't have much, it's like everything because you never really know who you meet. Um, those people can help you out. Um, like I was like in the previous videos that we talked about, just like uh, when we was in school, they had you know screen printers there. Like when we started out, we didn't have much money neither. You know what I mean? And we didn't have a, a huge budget. Our budget was very, very tight. So, like, uh, we built up great relationships with people who had, you know, print shops or, like, people that could supply you with, you know, T-shirts or hoodies or something like that. And, you know, we just asked them to just help. You know, how could, you know, I just, you, you print me a couple of shirts or uh, I get a couple of pre-orders and then I pay you, you know, within a couple of days of those pre-orders or as in, like, how about you just front me, you know, 12 shirts and let me pay you back within, you know, 10 or 15 days um, so I could just get started. So it's just like, I mean, it's like knowing, you know, having a friend that knows somebody that have a screen print shop and just, you know, asking them to just, you know, help you with a helping hand. You know, if it's something that you could do for them, then do it for them. But really just keeping, like, healthy relationships could really open up doors and just gateways to just opportunity that you may not have to spend money on. You know what I mean? But what you think? Um, for me, I say invest your last that you do have. Sometimes you will have to go on a limb. I mean, uh, cause it be people will uh they'll pay for things that they don't need instead of going invest in their business. Cause that's, that's sometimes facts. a lot of people do give that easy excuse as in I don't have the money to invest. But a week, two weeks later, you got the the, the newest pair of shoes on. That's the same money right there that you couldn't invest it that one time, like we did, and you would have never had to invest it again. It only takes if that initial investment to actually get you started. Um, for us, when we invested our first 120, we just used that 120 to go to 240, that 240 to go to 500, that 500 to go to 1,000, 1,000 to 2,000, you know, and we used the compound effect to help us out. And um, even what Nick was saying, if you don't have money, there there's other ways to do it. So having a great idea, boom, bring it, bring it to you know the nearest people that will support you. So one of the strategies that we did was, I mean, right? I think once we got all our stuff stolen, when we ain't have no money, when we talk about our trip in Atlanta, when somebody just broke into our car and took everything, we basically we had to start all the way over. All the way over. Like that was like. That that tested, you know, just us as entrepreneurs. Like we, 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 we was up, and then we came all the way back to the bottom. And it's just like yep. you, we either was gonna quit and give up, or we was just gonna like just try to, you know, to just start with what we had at that time. So yep. it's like we ain't had no computers or nothing. I mean, fortunately, we had you know great family members that was able to put up some money for us to get you know a computer to at least start designing again. But like uh, we didn't have no money to buy shirts. Yep. So uh, we just really just told people, you know, about the brand and about the story. And, you know, if there was any way that they could help us, you know, get from the situation that we was in. So I, I feel like at that time we did the 
like I said, we uh, well, I was going to say as in we did a we had a collection. We don't have anything though. We had the collection. <laughs> we designed that we the collection wanted to drop. So we designed the collection, and we went to all our people that was already previously purchased for, from us consistently, and we asked them to purchase the collection early. So basically, pre-orders. they they pre-ordered the whole collection for maybe fifty percent discount. But we was able to use all the money from the pre-orders to pay for the entire collection. And get more. And have basically more to sell. So our initial investment was from our the closest friends, which basically paid for the whole collection. They got all the things that they needed, and we still had extra inventory to sell to make more money to reinvest. And yeah. that's, what, that's having no money. We made that happen with no money at all. So uh, even having money or not having money isn't, it, sh- it shouldn't stop you from getting to where you want to be. It's always going to be a way for you to figure it out. Facts. And we're, and we're growing, too. Uh, like, even when you have money and let's just say you invest $1,000, you know, to be able to get to the $100,000 mark, you're going to need more capital. So uh, even when you're in the growing phase, you're going to still need people to, you know, help you and, and, and lend out some opportunity as in, like, uh, like what I was saying with, the uh, with like, letting your print man, you know, front you with some shirts. Uh, it's called net terms. So... I just say you give me a 15-day net term, you know, I just keep building this relationship, paying you on time. You can extend that out to 30, you know. And let's just say at first they was giving me, you know, uh, $500 worth of gear and I pay them within 15 days. Um, let's, you know, I pay you every month on time. How can I, you know, how can we up this, you know, to $1,000 or, you know, $2,000? And then from there you just keep building that relationship to one day you having, you know, Ten thousand dollars, you know, sixty day net, and you able to really just keep growing your brand aggressively because of the credit that you didn't built up just by relationships. This is not even going to a bank or nothing. Correct. This is just going to the print shop and just him just relying on your word and just seeing that you just standing on your word and you paying on time and you able to just grow from that. Correct. Okay, trust in the vision. Trust in your vision. <laughs> Facts. Okay. Um, what website interface would you recommend starting to out? The product. To start out, um, so the question was, what interface will we use to distribute product, and and, and why? And, and even on a cheap, a cheap terms, <laughs> I mean, uh, like we were saying before, we use Shopify as an e-commerce platform, and um, if you don't even have money, they actually give you a 14-day trial. So if you have like, before you actually start the Shopify, if you were to get together all the things that you do have, take the photos and stuff like that, you could use this free 14-day trial and maybe make, make, you, a make you enough money that could, you know, continue to roll out and, and pay for the subscription for the um, e-commerce domain and um, keep keep allowing you to make money. And the great thing about Shopify is it actually does analyze all your data and it'll offer you uh, funding. Um, so that's once uh, you get another, started. Yeah, once you get started. So that's yep. also another benefit uh, with, you, with utilizing it. I mean, even with if you sold just one, let's just say you sold one shirt for thirty dollars, that's paying for your whole month subscription of your website. Correct. Um, but uh, to just go on like a, you know, to give people our alternative, uh, big com, big cartel actually was uh, one of the first first you know uh, sites that we started out selling on, and I think that's only nine ninety nine a month. Um, and you could probably list up to like twenty five or more products, so that's only literally ten bucks. You know, you sell a shirt. For, for twenty, you pay you know thirty. Like I was just saying, you pay for three months of your subscription, which is one yep. sale. So like uh, that'll be really the best way starting out for the most. You know, you are gonna get a bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for the people that really don't know how much they want to start out with um, just yet, or you know, 
what subscription should they go with? Um, what advice would you give them when picking inventory? Like how much, how much does that person know um, what to start with basically? Or how much to start with? Um, I'm, I'm gonna say you're never really gonna know that until you just kind of start. Um, and I'm gonna say don't uh, go away from what's working. Like a lot of people, they find a good product that's actually selling for them and it's like they wanna go move to something else so quick when they can continue to just push out the product that's actually working already. Mm -hmm. um, so once you actually find you a product that's working, I say the object would be to expand that product as, as far as far as you can. Like get as many people to see that product, get as many people to wear this product. And while you're actually doing that, you're gaining new customers so that you can put out different items, so that you can do do some follow-up products. Yeah. Do different things. Yep. I mean, survey them. You know what I mean? I, I Like, I I, had, I think I just was just saying this today. Um, I had watched Shark Tank the other day, and they had a dude on the, two dudes, actually. They had a one-product store. It literally was just one product on their site, and it was doing, like, 300000 a month just from that one product. But the main thing that they was doing was just getting new customers. Like they, that's all they was really trying to do is just get new customers, get themselves out there so they could get data and get numbers and then survey them people to see actually what they want. Cause you really don't, you don't know, you know? And like some people, let's just say if I get my first 12 shirts, um, I may get white shirt, black, you know, black print, black screen print. Um, I'm gonna sell those shirts. You know, let's just say I buy them for 120. I sell them, make 240. I'm not going to go get, you know, red you know shirts with black print on that i'm gonna go get the same shirt literally and then just find you know another 12 people to sell it to because there's so many people out here and, like that's just consumers you know what i mean and you don't have to switch it up as as quick so uh i just stick with just literally like one thing um get a few of them sell it flip it you know and then make your money and then go just buy more keep buying more keep flipping and keep putting it back into the business and, like don't pay yourself like don't pay yourself until you know you're ready to pay yourself it we was doing the brand since 2010, and we just started paying ourselves a salary in what 2018. We said right when we graduate, after we graduate, we're gonna pay ourselves. I only think we was paying ourselves 500 dollars, like 500 dollars every two weeks. Like we thought that we, we was like, ooh, we getting paid from our business. You know what I'm saying? But that was at least a start, you know, to where we at right now. So really, just get you a couple of, you know, a couple of items, sell it, and reinvest, and then keep going from there. Okay, when starting the brand, um, what advice or who would you suggest as a vendor to those just starting out um, when picking apparel for their for their brand? I think we started on like blank shirts. Blank shirts. Blankshirts.com. You don't need a you don't need a tax ID number. You don't need nothing really to just go buy some shirts uh, from their site. I mean, really, you could start at the print shop. They'll get the shirts for you. You know, you just pay them one set price to just get you a shirt. Um, print on it and then you can resell them from there. Uh, that's how we ultimately started out. Like we just ordered straight from the print shop. Um, you could even go in there and just get some samples and see what shirts you like and what shirts you don't like. But um, starting out with like blankshirts.com, you could go in there and source hoodies, tees, um, pants if you want. And then you could just get those, ship them to your print shop and then get them to print it from there. Um, I say that'd be something easy to do when you just starting out. Yep. Uh, other vendors that we use like Alpha Broder, um, what is that? T TSC Apparel, mm -hmm. um, are some of the other good ones that we use. Uh, and and when we, and when we saying about good vendors, uh, I don't know if they the best price, uh, the best vendor out there. 
but these are the people that we have previously built relationships with mm-hmm. and um they have been good with a small business like us to work with so um, and help grow and help grow so that's just mm-hmm. um something that i would advise for uh, people to use and build a relationship with these vendors just um don't just order. tell them your story don't just order and just not you know call them and follow follow up about it and even with working with vendors always see how you can negotiate um quotes and get things for a cheaper price don't just settle for the the first price that you see um ask them if you order more shirts how can you get it cheaper the the object is to you know bring your cost down so that you can have more profit within your margin so when you're working with these vendors um get build that relationship um keep in contact with them let them know how your business is going um don't just get these vendors and then uh just use their resources but not actually utilizing them you know um go take a trip to these vendors you know um, they just like us they people they just, just like, like us. they just like us they want to see you win too <laughs> so um when it comes to okay so we have our product we have the site now now it's time to actually release um our product when it's when it when it comes to pricing how do we determine the best price for the product to know that we're going to make a good profit back it um, depends on how much you're getting it for and how much you want to sell of it because at the end of the day you could buy a shirt for ten dollars and you could sell it for 15 and still make money yep. i mean or you could sell it for 20 and make more than what you would make at 15. or sell it for 12. <laughs> or sell it for 12 and make two dollars i'm like look if I'm making a dollar profit after I pay everything to everybody, I'm good because I'm I still put money in and got money back out. So if I put a million products in at a dollar profit, I'm gonna get a million dollars out. You know what I mean? After I pay for everything, but um, I mean it really depends on your brand. You know, some people that want buy ten dollar shirts and sell it for fifty. You know, it's not it's not like a problem that you could do that. You know what I mean? As long as you just put a good story on your brand and really put the visual the visuals out that you want to put out. You know that make it worth that price. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's, I mean, it's. I think they had like Yeezy shirts that was on like printed on like gilding tees, and was selling for a lot of money. And that's gilding tees probably only cost you two two dollars. You know what I mean? And they were selling it for probably more than thirty dollars a pop. Yep. So it's like you could do that. Remember it just that depends you make on the value. Exactly. Like you determine the value. You create the value for your product. Um, and not saying that just because we sell cheaper shirts that we feel like is less valuable, but for our brand, it's we for want, our brand. We want more people to trust in their vision. <laughs> so more people are gonna be willing to spend ten dollars than spend fifty dollars. You know, I'm telling you to trust in your vision, but I don't want to be taken from. How you gonna invest in your business? I'm telling. You, I'm spending. If I'm charging you fifty dollars for a shirt, exactly. You could get a shirt and invest in whatever you got going on with World Envision. That's what I'm talking about. Basically, I feel you. So. um now that we have this great product, we have our site, we have our pricing, um, what advice would you give to just push that product to promote, to advertise, basically drive those sales up? Man, starting from the bottom is just getting on the streets, just pop-up shops. Like, pop-up shops is probably the, that's like when you don't have little to no customers or a couple of hundred customers, man, you got to, even with us right now, we still strategizing out, we want to do pop-up shops every week. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's we able to get to new people and be right there in their face, and that's like that's what I was spending advertising money or what I was spending, you know, money for influencer to post you. That's just literally you just getting out there and just pushing your own product. Like yep. that's the easiest way I could really tell you what you think. And, and um, I'll say like we talked about a little earlier, just 
really being strategic, strategic, strategic yeah. with your uh, marketing and sales. Um, like we say, a lot of people don't even think about the idea of, of the free item, you know, <laughs> as in like you have an item. I'm going to just say I have an item on my store. It cost me $10 to produce. Well, let me get it a little cheaper. It cost me like $7 to produce, which is fine. All right. So I, I go on my website and I'm doing uh, free T-shirts that cost me $7 to produce. All right. I'm get, I'm going to charge them $9 for shipping. Right. It only it only cost me three dollars. What? No, it only cost me two, two. Let's just say two dollars to ship. Mm-hmm. So even if. I my I charged them nine ninety nine, which is ten dollars. It cost me ten. It cost me nine dollars to pro, with the cost of seven dollars for the actual shirt and two dollars for shipping, which is nine dollars. So even You're after even. Yep. you made a dollar, you made ninety nine cent. Even after giving out a free item, I still made ninety nine. You saying you charge nine nine ninety nine? Correct. Charging yeah. nine ninety nine for mm-hmm. you know your your flat rate shipping for that moment at mm-hmm. least. Uh, even with the cost of a seven dollar T-shirt, you can still give it out for free and still make a buck. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, you're you're getting more customers, you're getting your product on more people, and you're generating money. It's like a, it's it's a win 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 situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think it's just about being more creative about how you actually pushing your product. Um, and getting, yeah, getting even like up. the uh, what you were saying earlier, like the buy one get one free. Yeah, like you could do stuff like that. You could, do, you could, you could damn near do it to where like if you paid. I was thinking, you know, you get a shirt for at least five dollars. Okay. <laughs> if you get a shirt for five dollars, you could do like sell a shirt for ten, buy one get one free, and just break even, make them pay shipping. Yep. You know what I mean? So it'll just be, it'll just be five dollars for shipping. You spend ten because you're getting one for free, and then you just. Make that uh make that five dollars back, and then you just got a customer. Just trying to acquire customers. Yeah. Smart. Okay, being that uh, the brand started in a big city, moving to a smaller town, how was the adjustment to the brand overall? Like, was it a good thing moving from a big city to a small city? Just adjusting wise, how was it? Um, I would say testing got easier. Um, and what I mean by that is like you able to test uh, you able to test things out in a smaller market and get faster res- quicker results. I could see what's going on in a smaller group of people than with a bigger group of people. Like so if we putting out designs out here when we was doing the pop-up shops, we can actually see the people in this com- this smaller community wearing it more than let's just say I go to Houston, Texas and I do a pop-up shop. I might not see nobody with the shirt on after. But like here, we were able to actually get hands-on feedback faster. We was able to sell a shirt today and see it tomorrow and actually get, uh, you know, actually just, have you ever heard the saying, you had to be a, a bigger fish in a smaller pond, a smaller fish in a bigger pond, which is, is all great. Whatever one uh, floats your boat is, is going to be okay. But I'd rather, you know, more people know about us in a smaller area and be more it's like when your brand become when you expand your brand out more it actually becomes weaker because like it's just what we talked about if i sell one one design of a shirt to the whole world everybody gonna know that design everybody gonna know that brand for that 
But if I have a hundred different designs and I sell it to everybody in the world, it may become less noticeable that this is the brand. And that's kind of what we, that's the kind of idea I want you to have when you're thinking about uh, just a smaller, a smaller marketplace to a bigger marketplace. I was even think I was even thinking just as far as being an entrepreneur in general. Like if you, like it's like you go to if you go to a new school. Like let's say you in high school, then you go to a new high school. You're not gonna go there talking to everybody, and you're gonna kind of be. It's like your first day there. You really gonna be just just focused on what you got going on. So being in a smaller area and go, being in a new area, it just allow you to just focus on what you're trying to focus on, and um and just adjusting from there. So I think that it really just uh brought more focus. Uh, to our business, and um, we was able to just dial in on what we was doing. Yep. We got the last question. Last question, and we out. Yeah, we about to. Okay, the last go. question is: Do you have any major tips for any entrepreneurs? Like, when they're starting out, what what's something that you know now that you wish you knew when you started out? Your mindset gotta be mindset gotta be the. It starts with your mindset. Starts with your mind. Your mind has to be there, and you have to be. Go like, deep on that. Tell them what about the mindset. All right, and that's what I mean is like understanding that everything not gonna be good. Under being just honest with a lot of situations, I feel like you know what I mean. Like, actually sitting down and coming with a, a realistic plan. You know what I mean. Not just saying you want to do this then go do that then go do this like picking something then go and get knowledge about it like don't you want to be a lawyer but you asking a doctor how to be a lawyer you know what i mean like it come to a, like you know if you want to do this go find go seek the people that's doing what you want to go do go talk to them go get real insight like go sit in the courtroom like don't sit down and watch jerry springer and think you're gonna be a lawyer like go to the actual courtroom and go see what's going on. Put, put yourself, yourself in, that, in environment. that environment. You have to put yourself in that environment which will create the mindset for you to know what you need to do. Cause you're gonna go actually start watching lawyers and go see what they doing. And hopefully at that point, I say the second thing is once you get the mindset and as you get in the mindset, you need to find a mentor. You need to find somebody that's gonna guide you because nine times out of 10, you're not gonna get there alone. Like what we saying, you're gonna need somebody putting the light in front of you, leading you through the way because people have already been there, done that. That's why there's books. That's why they podcasts. Like, people already done the stuff that you want to do and you could easily just go get the information from them. It may be a little different as in you may add your own twist to it, but all, all in all, it's all the same thing. Everybody's still kind of doing the same basic principles. I just say just start. Like, my, he killed it with the mindset because that's, that's the main thing. You really just gotta have that that mindset as if you lose, you know you're gonna get it back. So it's like after mindset, it's just about just starting and failing. If you fail once, don't be afraid to just fail again and fail multiple times till you really have a come up. Cause you really gonna have a come up if you keep trying. You only really gotta hit once. You know what I'm trying to say? You only gotta do it one time for you to be successful. So it's like, um, I say just keep trying over and over and over and you're gonna find yourself through trying. So uh, I say just start. Yep. And I think that's really about it. Yep. Shout out to my boys at 2600. I'm going to go ahead. Nice, I'm, baby. I'm going to switch my ending up. Shout out to Moms, World Envision, yeah. number one customer. Hey, he's still Gang. in my stuff. Hey, that guy's <laughs> guy still in my stuff, man. We out. All right, baby. <laughs> Bye-bye, New York.